You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, everybody. Hey there, it is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we're back for another episode. It is June 14th as this episode is airing, and I have got some juicy content and um, maybe a little, maybe a little tough love coming your way today. And that's one of the things I love about my podcast is, you know, I can really, I can speak my mind. I can share my truth. I can give you best practices, tips, advice. We can troubleshoot in real time when it comes to building your business. And a lot of times what I'm feeling and what I'm going through is very often what you all are going through, whether it's on a larger scale, a smaller scale, or you're, you haven't navigated this season yet. Sometimes I'll, I'll get messages from you where you're like, Hey, remember that time you did that episode about X, Y, and Z I'm going through that now. And that really helped me. So I love that that the podcast can really serve you where you're at, no matter what part of the business that you are navigating. And so today we are going to talk about the word hustle, and we're going to talk about what it means to work hard. And we're also going to talk about what sort of I'm seeing right now in society. And we're going to really unpack that today. So all of this comes from a, a chapter in the book, Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek that I'm currently reading. And I will tell you, I've read it once before many, many years ago as I was growing and scaling my direct sales team with Team Beachbody. And now I'm reading it again for two specific reasons. One, I'm reading it again for my direct sales team, for the women that I lead in my leadership mastermind. And for my chic influencer company and the people I lead in that organization. And it's always, anytime I read a book twice, it always hits me differently because I'm, I'm wiser, I'm older, I'm, I'm more experienced, I've got more going on. So that's kind of where I'm at today. And so I'm reading this book and where I'm at in the book, you know, Simon Sinek was talking about trends. He was talking about generations of people. And he was talking about how our grandparents, my grandparents, they were born into the, during the time of the Great Depression. And, you know, when they really became of working age was really when World War II started and everybody, you know, all the, all the men were off to war and how the population wasn't as dense as it is today. And almost everybody knew somebody who was going off to war and the country really rallied together. And if they weren't serving in the war, they were 
creating the war. They were doing the war bonds and they were, you know, helping to create whatever materials that were needed to send off to war. Right. And so once the war ended, our grandparents generation came back and they were into the workforce and they had this sort of this camaraderie of, you know, the United States was just band together. They were they were helping one another. It was a shared common vision to get these men home safe to win this war. And people went into the workforce and they worked hard and they were very loyal and they worked at positions until they got their gold watch and they retired. And it was also a time when wealth sort of became, we, you know, people started to really achieve wealth. The Great Depression was, was out and gone. And so there were much more lavish things. But then as the baby boomer generation came in, which we saw, you know, 18 months, 24 months, and then went on for quite a few years years post-war, right? We saw this influx of babies that were being born. And the baby boomer generation is really my parents' generation. And they are a generation where they didn't want to necessarily... It's not that they didn't want to work hard, but it was much more like life is carefree and things are fun and it's all about me. And it was a little more selfish. And as the baby boomer generation came into the workforce, right, at their time of maturity, there was this clash between loyalty and being at a at a company till you retire and we do everything for people and we're united and we're a team. And then came in the baby boomer generation and it was much more selfish. And that's really where you started to see the rise of layoffs and we do things for the numbers and the spreadsheets. And, and so it became sort of this culture where we don't work hard and we, everything's fun and carefree. And, you know, you sort of had that rise of like the hippie movement, right? Life is good. And so then the baby boomer generation kind of came through and then up came us you know, my generation. And I really look at that generation and we are very much that work hard, go to college, you know, get the education, get the good job, climb the ladder. And it got me really thinking about where we are today. And as I was watching how the pendulum was swinging from left to right and then left to right again, it made me think about where society is in 2022 and how we've, you know, we're not, the pandemic is not quote unquote over, but we're on the way out. I would like to hope and believe, but we have seen this drastic shift from, you know, we're in the workforce and we're working and we're, we're hustling and we're building these businesses and we're going gung ho and you know, everything is like achieve, 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 accolade, accolade, accolade. And then we went into the pandemic where life stopped. And then it was this stark realization of like, what do I need to do to survive? And then in 2021, it was this, oh my gosh, I am exhausted. I am burnt out and, and I need to make change. And so last year we really saw people start to say, I need more joy in my life. I need more unplugged time. I'm working too hard. I'm not enjoying the moment. I'm in a career that doesn't fill my cup and, and all that's great. Right. And so, and I, it's fine. I don't say those things to say that there's anything wrong with that, because if you follow me, you know, I've been even talking about that. I've been really talking about this season of life and really enjoying what I've hustled hard to build and the hard work that I've put in and, and I'm sort of rebalancing. But I always say that anything taken to an extreme can become a really unhealthy thing. 
there's always this balance, right? So when you swing a pendulum too far to one side, like let's look at exercise, right? Five to six days a week, cardio, strength training, good mixture of both, making sure you're doing your stretching. It's good for your health. It's good for your heart. Taken to an extreme, over-exercising multiple hours a day, seven days a week, no rest can really be a detriment to your body. Likewise, healthy eating. When we are eating healthy and eating good fruits and vegetables and getting enough fiber, right? And we're drinking enough water, our bodies are really functioning optimally. But when we overdo it, right? And we start cutting out complete food groups or we start restricting our, our food or we're you know cutting too many calories and it's into a deficit, it can then affect other areas of our body. So anything taken to an extreme can become potentially unhealthy. And I have been this underlying sort of narrative in the back of my mind has been playing about, ooh, all I see on social media is, you know, anti-hustle and don't work hard and I need to enjoy life and, you know, and which is fine, but that is getting so loud And what I don't see as loud is, but you still have to work, but you still have to quote unquote, do a little bit of grind and hustle. And if we aren't really careful and we paint this picture of it's all roses and butterflies, people don't realize that they have to work. And what the fallout of that is going to be is that 18 months from now, your paycheck's going to be diminishing and it's going to be gradual. It's going to be a slow diminish, right? You may not see a big change. Maybe even right now you're still growing, but in two months it might start to plateau. And then in three to six months, you might start to see a small decline. And you may think, oh, it's just the holidays. Like, you know, people's spendings are, you know, they're tightening up their spending or whatever, right? And then we may get into the new year and you may say, wow, this is usually when it's my busy season, but it's not a busy season. It's actually completely dried up and I have no momentum and leaders are not thriving and people are not motivated. And so now you're looking at a year later and you're looking around going, what happened to my business? Now you're in panic mode because financially you're relying on the income you're building in your network marketing business or whatever business that you run and it's not there. And so you have to go back in, you have to get gritty again. And that stark realization is, wow, I got to get gritty with this, but I got to get gritty the way that I, I did five, six years ago. And that was like hustle mode. And I'm not sure that I want to do that. I'm not sure that that's within me. I don't know if I want to go back to that. And maybe you have some really unhealthy sort of habits that are tied to that. And it stirs up some emotion there that you don't necessarily like, right? And so you have this decision. So now you're looking at your business going, do I want to actually pursue this and go back in and grind it out again and build it back up? Or do I want to do something else? And so I caution a lot of you that are in this season where you are really not you're not grinding. And maybe you are even looking at your, your week and your days and you're like, yeah, I'm slacking. I'm, I'm not getting up anymore. When that alarm goes off, I'm hitting snooze or I am, I'm actually not even doing the basics. I'm hitting bare minimum numbers in my, in my direct sales business, right? I'm not really bringing on anybody new. That's actually a business builder. Everybody I'm bringing on is, you know, they either fall off after a month, they never get started. They do it, you know, or they're just 
straight up using the discount, right? And so it becomes sort of this caution. I sort of say like, see caution signs and, and yellow lights because it's not necessarily detrimental today, but it can be. And so I want to really walk through how do we find a balance? And I don't lo- always love the word balance. So if you ever have been trained by me, have been in a class with me, you know, you know, balance isn't something that I believe is achievable because I always say we're ju- our life is a juggling act and the areas of importance, whether it's our faith, our, our relationships with our spouse and our kids and our, our work life and, you know, the things we do for fun, we're always trying to keep the balls up in the air. We're just really trying to make sure that we don't let one drop. And that is just a constant state of healthy tension. It's not, it shouldn't sound hard, but it's healthy tension. And so we're trying to keep all the balls up in the air. We don't want any one of them to drop. And so we're trying to make sure that we're spending enough time in our business so that we're gaining momentum and we're moving that forward. We're spending enough time in our relationships to where they're healthy and they're thriving. We are creating enough space where we are un, we are detached from work that is allowing us to do things that are creative, that allow us to come back to work really refreshed, right? And so we're just really saying within a week, within a month, within the quarter, Am I keeping my balls up in the air, right? Is anything dropping or is anything starting to drop? And we feel that anxiety. And that's really what the the coexistence of work and life and achievement, success and fulfillment really live is in this area of keeping these balls up in the air and not letting any one particular drop. And so now I need to to say, what what about you? The, The balls of your life, where are they? Are any of them, have they fallen and rolled away? Are your business goals on the other side of the room right now? Have you gone so far into the anti-hustle? I need to have fun. I need to have joy. Like this is, these are the greatest moments of my kids' lives. And I don't want to miss out that you have literally stopped working. Have you stopped working? Have you started focusing on, I need to enjoy, I need to have fun and I don't need to do anything that really puts pressure on me because I don't like the way that feels because we need healthy pressure. Healthy pressure is what allows us to grow and achieve and to rise to the next level. So what should that look like? Well, I'm not going to tell you what I think everybody should do. So I'll share my experience because that's that can help you shape and, and give you food for thought about what you should do. I'm an achiever. I'm an Enneagram three. I love I love achievement. I love accolades and walking across the stage and being the best at the best of whatever I do. I love leading from the front. Like, I love that. That is me to the core. And so there is that need to achieve or I feel like I'm slacking. So how have I worked through that is I look at my current business goals and I look at what I want my personal life to look like. And I know because I've worked through so much of this over the past couple of years is that when I work so hard that I don't have any downtime for myself, I start to become resentful. So the way that I make sure that I do not become resentful is I plan in advance. So I will go into my calendar and I will actually say, 
I'm going to get my nails done or get my hair done, or I'm going to meet my mom for lunch, or I'm going to, you know, take a day off. And I put it in my calendar and I mark it off ahead of time. And I make the plans. That's on me. I've got to make the time for myself. I also have said to myself, I'm going to take every Friday off in June, July, and August while Landon and Bryce are home for the summer because they are only going to be this age for a short period of time. And I have put in a lot of grind and hard work, and I have some great infrastructure in my business that I can step away for a full day. And I should say step away. I still actually do look at my email. I actually do look at my DMs. I still post on on social, but it doesn't interrupt our day and it doesn't interrupt my ability to recharge my life. And that's, again, a personal decision. But because I take Friday off or because I, you know, get my nails done or get my hair done or go have lunch or shop with my mom, that doesn't mean that I have said I'm just not going to do the extra things that need done. It means that when I look at my week, I am saying what needs to get done so I can exponentially increase my income. And I am really focused on those key performance indicators. I know what drives the needle forward and I'm focused on it. If it's growing the foundation of your business, it is you're posting social media content that's cultivating a community and is getting people to see that you are the expert in your area. I am having conversations intentionally. I'm making new connections. I'm introducing myself. I'm, I'm, you know, sending invites. I'm doing follow-ups. I'm creating calls to action. I'm growing my email list. I am mentoring the people that are matching my pace and effort and are doing the hard work. And so when I look at my week, I am always saying, what are the, what are those needle moving activities? that need to get done. And then it's not a, it's not like, oh, it's 5 p.m. clock out. I didn't get it done. Oh, well, no, it is. I am going to work until it gets done within the time frame that I've allotted. And if it runs over on a day that I don't have something planned, I'm going to barrel right through. Or if I'm not at a goal that I want to be at for the month, I'm going to make some adjustments to the schedule, right? I'm going to have to dedicate some more time to that specific area of my business. I'm going to have to get a little bit more creative. So it's not that I'm, oh, I'm taking family Fridays and I'm prioritizing sleep and self-care and I'm really taking care of myself and I'm finding more joy in my business. But yeah, I'm doing all of those things and I'm really working. Like I'm really, really working hard because I also know that if I don't fill my pipeline, if I'm not nurturing relationships, if I'm just riding the wave of what I've done for the past 10 years, eventually that is going to come to a screeching halt. And it is way harder to start an engine that has come to a complete stop and cooled down than it is to get a warm engine just moving again in the right direction. So I don't want to lose momentum. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, all right, I've definitely been slacking. What are some things you can do? Why don't we start with, let's just set the alarm again and get up when it goes off. One thing that I did was I sat down and I started printing off pictures of the events that I loved. Keynote speaking 
on main stage at events. I'm going to frame those and put those on my wall as a reminder that I am a highly sought after keynote speaker. Because in this season of life, I need to stay focused on what I want and the feeling, how I want to feel as I achieve those goals. All right. So I'm printing off some new pictures. I am really saying to myself, Melanie, are you acting as if you're already that that keynote speaker? You know, I even wrote to myself even yesterday. I was like, okay, Melanie, like getting getting up early creating those affirmations, having those visuals, then making sure that I am working from a to-do list. Maybe you have gone so far the opposite way that you canceled the babysitter. You are now, or you still have a babysitter, but you're using that time to go grocery shopping or meal prepping or calling friends. And so we need to get back to work hours. Like what are your dedicated work hours and communicating to your children if they're of the age to understand that, hey, mom's working right now, but we do family Fridays. So I'm going to work now. You're going to do X, Y, and Z. And we're going to have a really fun time on Friday, or I'm working until 2 p.m. today. And at 2 p.m., we can do one of those things that you want to do. But it's it's setting boundaries with your family members and with yourself and obviously with the team that you run. It's also looking at your organization and saying, am I being too soft with them? Have I swung the pendulum so far to we need to have more fun? We need to have more joy that I've actually... I've actually started to make my team not want to work hard because they don't like the feeling when it's pressure, when it's intense. They're like, oh, I don't like that. We get, we get to have fun. We get to have fun. So, so we've created a culture of people that don't actually want to work. Have we recruited those people over the last 24 months? People that want to have fun. People that want to, they just want to be a part of a community, which it's okay to want to have fun at work. We should, it should, if it's not fun, again, anything taken too far to an extreme because an unhealthy thing. So yes, we want to celebrate success. We want to go to rewards trips and we want to have fun and we want to celebrate the achievements that we, we have accomplished. But likewise, we want to say, okay, this is a business trip. So what do I need to leverage so that it becomes a way to build my business? Or I've been able to create this kind of income for my life. How do I duplicate that with other people? How do I make sure that I am continuing to leave a legacy where it is we work hard, we play hard, all right? We work hard, but we also know how to shut it off. We work really, really hard. We achieve our goals and we celebrate and we, we you know, succeed together. How do we make sure that we show up and we're doing the things during our day job so that when we walk home at night, we come through the door, we're excited. We're like, this is what I did today. And here, and we're showing our kids what hard work actually looks like, because the way we're showing up now, that's the impression. That's what our kids, they're learning from the way we are acting. So we need to make sure that we're not just doing ourselves, but how are we leading the people around us? So. I need you to really just take a step back. And and the final thing I want to say is if you're you're staring down the barrel of, I need to restart my business, like I've got the paddles out and I'm about to give it a shock and I'm about to restart the heartbeat of my business, you might be saying to yourself, I don't want to do it the way I did it five years ago. I don't want to grind and and really miss out on key parts of my life, or I don't like the way I built my team, or I don't like the person that I was. Nobody's telling you, you have to do it that way. 
you learned from that, right? I mean, if you didn't learn from that, then yeah, you're going to do it exactly the same. You're going to get the same exact results and shame on you for not using that, that learning experience to improve yourself. You're not going to do it that way. That's not the only way to build a business. You have this data from how you did it once before to use, to build it differently. And I'm telling you, standing here, building a secondary business, I didn't grind it out exactly the same way. For instance, I hired an assistant. We hired an admin when we started our company. And that admin helped us get all the in, the back end and the marketing side, like the behind the scenes stuff off the ground. We hired a social media intern that became an employee of ours so that we, because we knew running the brunt of that was not something we could do. If you're looking at your direct sales business, what are the things you can do now? Where are you not using your time wisely? Where did you, where did you say yes to things that you should have said no to before? How can you use your time more appropriately? Maybe you did used to use the babysitter to meal prep. Let's not do that. Let's use that as work time. Maybe you need to go to a coffee shop so you're not at home and that mom guilt isn't right in front of you this time. Maybe it is, I'm going to, this time around, I'm not going to say yes to one-on-ones with everybody. I'm going to really expect my team to step up, right? So you're going to approach things differently. Maybe you tried to run everything on your own, new, new distributor mentorship, you know, building your leaders pushing to the next rank. Maybe you didn't collaborate and network with other leaders. So this time around, maybe you do a little bit more collaboration and sharing the workload and, you know, really making sure you're working with the right people. And so maybe it looks differently this time and it should look differently. You are wiser. You are smarter. You have more experience now than you did back then. So I want to give you permission to redefine the way you work and the meaning that you attach to it. And I want you to show other people that you can thrive and you can succeed no matter what, right? No matter if you've had peaks, if you've had valleys, if you have to rebuild, if you have to restart, but success in business, especially in direct sales, you have an ability to sell a product and you have an ability to lead a team. And as you lead your team and you figure it out for yourself, Everything you work hard to do is a learning opportunity for your people. You are making your people better. So let's stop living in excuses. Let's start saying, I need to be gritty. I need to be disciplined. I've got to be consistent. And this current obstacle, listen, this is the way, you guys. That's like definitely from Star Wars, right? This is the way. This, the obstacle is the way. When we go straight into it, when we face it head on and we embrace the challenge and we embrace the discomfort, we grow, we learn, we lead, we develop other people. We inspire others to step up. Listen, nobody was inspired, right? By the, by the, by me not sharing. I don't even know if I said that right. People were inspired because I shared the grit because I share the discipline because I share the hard work. It reminds us what it's truly like to build a business. Let's not create a false reality because at the end of the day, all of you out there who don't like to talk about hard work or hustle, you hustle. If you're a successful business owner, there's a little bit of hustle inside of you. You didn't just whoopsie yourself to getting to the top. You did it because you worked hard. 
All right. So I'm in that season where I'm just making sure I got my, I got myself calibrated, right? I, I started, you know, setting my alarm clock back to the, to the 5am. I've got my sleep under control. I feel good about that. We're going to get back up at 5am, right? It was definitely slacking off on that a little bit. I, I made sure that my goals weren't just safe goals. I wasn't coasting. I raised the bar a little bit on my goals, right? I'm um, being a little extra intentional with how I show up. I'm making sure that I don't go, oh, it's okay. I didn't reach that goal. I'll just do it next month. No, no. I'm going to treat it like I don't have any money and my back is up against the wall and I need to make it happen. And then when it's time for me to play and have fun, I'm going to play and have fun and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with my whole heart because I know that it will make me a better human when I come back and step into the doors of my office. So what do you need to do? What about this podcast today really spoke to you? What are you going to need to do? What gut checks have I given you things to think about throughout today's podcast episode. Now, I love to connect with you. So if you tag me on Instagram at Melanie Mitro, screenshot this episode, What I wanna know, what were your gut check moments today? What, tell me about how you're feeling about this episode. Am I speaking to you? And I wanna invite you to something I am doing here at the end of the month. So it is actually June. So June 23rd, Thursday, June 23rd. I am going to be hosting a a free class, a free masterclass, free teaching, and it is on leadership. And if you are sitting here right now and you have a team, whether it's a developing team or you you have a successful team and your team is either growing fast and you need to get some infrastructure put in place or your team is slowly growing or you're ready to just like break through to the next level, I'm hosting a masterclass where I'm gonna walk you through the key areas that you as a leader need to sharpen in order to become a successful leader of an organization that duplicates, that creates massive revenue, that is excited, that is moving forward, that is literally crushing all their goals. If that is you, if you want to be a leader of leaders, I invite you to join me on June 23rd um, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a free masterclass. Now, all the details will be in my on my Instagram page. So you need to make sure you go check it out. But I want you to send me a message. If you send me a DM on Instagram and you say leadership masterclass, just type that right into the DMs, leadership masterclass, I will send you the link to register for the class. Okay. So go find me on Instagram at Melanie Mitro. Then I want you to DM me. I want you to say leadership masterclass. If you DM that to me, I will get you the link so you can get registered for that class. And I will see you on the 23rd. You guys, I hope you have an amazing week. Go read Leaders Eat Last. Tag me. Let me know like when you're reading it, what you're thinking. It's going to change the game. Let's make sure that we're healthy hustling, right? Let's healthily hustle. Let's really bring some joy into our lives. Let's make sure we stay creative, but let's never forget the grit and grind that are required to achieve success. All right, you guys, let's go out there and make it a great day.